The Marching Roundtable is proud to be an official media partner of Drum Corps International and Music for All. I watched this parade every single year growing up, so being there in person was just so cool, especially seeing the balloons. Like, they really are ginormous. It was really awesome to be there. So just summarizing the experience has just been so hard because I'm still kind of, I still kind of feel it. It's just such a great experience. Just marching down that street and knowing that you're being cheered on for what you do for every day that you go to work is something special. So just thanks to the Soul Foundation for that. Band directors around the country were proud to cheer on the band of band directors in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade this year. On this podcast, I talked with four directors about their experiences in New York. It seems that putting themselves in the role of their students had a great impact on these directors. That just goes to show it doesn't matter your age, it doesn't matter your position or your title and what you do. It's we as humans, we rely on each other to continue to grow and, and just support each other. So that was a very special moment was seeing that and knowing that, you know, whether you felt like, man, I might miss a couple notes here. This music's memorized or, you know, I, I got to make sure that I stay in time with my marching. All of these things were real concerns, but at the end of the day, it was truly about the experience that we got to make together. And so that was just special. And of course, marching down the street and seeing the thousands of people lined up. And once you hear the cheering, like it just takes you to a different level because you see and recognize the appreciation that people have for you and what you do. And not everybody, unfortunately, is, you know, super well supported in where they're from, but that was a true moment that just kind of showcased it on a huge platform. And so that alone was just a remarkable experience. Everyone can see the video version of this podcast on the Marching Roundtable YouTube channel. Just search for Marching Roundtable on YouTube or find a link at the Marching Roundtable where this podcast is located. And don't forget, you can find two podcasts about the band of band directors in the Tournament of Roses Parade at our website at marchingroundtable.com. The first, Podcast 1059, is a conversation with three directors who marched in the parade. And the second, Podcast 1066, is a conversation with Karen Sewell and Jonathan Waters as they discuss what it took to make the performance possible. Thanks to the sponsor of this podcast, EMF Drill, found at emfdrill.com. The band of band directors in the Macy's Parade on the Marching Roundtable. Ready to elevate your marching band's performance to the next level? Look no further than EMF Drill at emfdrill.com, your go-to destination for extraordinary visual designs. Whether you require full show coordination, custom visual design, or a consultation, EMF Drill is dedicated to creating unforgettable experiences for your students and audience alike. Harnessing the power of cutting-edge software like Pyware 11 and Ultimate Drillbook, they tailor make show designs that bring out the best in your young performers and captivate audiences. With over 30 states under their belt and 23 years experience, EMF Drill has become synonymous with excellence, consistently delivering award-winning shows that set a gold standard in the industry. They work closely with your staff, understanding your goals and vision for your students. Then they transform that vision into a meticulously crafted design that comes alive on the field, floor, or stage. Choose EMF Drill and let your marching band shine like never before. 
Visit emfdrill.com today for more information. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Marching Roundtable Podcast. This is Tim Hinton, your host, the Beast of the Marching Arts. What a fun conversation. We're talking about the Macy's Parade, particularly with a band of band directors. And just like at the Rose Bowl, I sat proudly watching you guys come down and thinking, yay, there I am representing, looking great, sounding great. I was so excited to see it. So thank all of you for being a part of that. Um, on the line tonight, Ron Starry. Ron, how are you? Hi, Tim. Really appreciate it to be here. Yeah, thanks for putting this group together. Ron organized this crowd we have tonight. James Turner is with us. James, how are you? Doing great. Yeah, thanks for being here. Jake Walker's with us. Jake, how are you? Doing great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for being here. And LaVon Riggins is with us. LaVon, how are you? Hello, I'm doing great. Oh, so glad that you guys are all here. So we did a podcast after the Rose Bowl parade that Ron and James were a part of. So thank you guys for coming back to talk again. So these are the two big parades you guys have now done, both of them. And Jake and LaVon, it's wonderful that you guys, were either of you guys in the Rose Bowl parade? Yes. Oh, I was so Jake, you were there too? Awesome. Okay. And LaVon, you were in the Macy's Parade, so so glad you guys are here. So let's go back around and make sure we know who's who. Ron, just sort of give everybody a quick bio of who you are. Great. Yeah, long-time listener of uh, Tim's work here on the Marching Roundtable. 34 years teaching, now uh, 35. Uh, Moved away from full-time high school job, which I loved. Lots of success. Now doing a part-time gig, which is... Awesome. Still helping out and teaching, but the elementary age. So again, a different spin on things and enjoying that. And uh, the second time with the band of band directors on trombone. So uh, excited to talk about our experiences tonight. Yeah, it's fantastic. And thanks for staying, keeping your expertise out there and helping all those young musicians. I love that you're still involved. Um, it's very cool that you're here tonight. So, James Turner, I know you were marching tuba. You were practicing. You, last time you taught, you were marching on your treadmill on your tuba, which I thought was incredibly amazing. Um, tell everybody about you in case they didn't hear the first podcast. So I'm from Rock Hill, South Carolina. Uh, teach at South Point High School. I'm year 26 now. Um, and so I've been here at 17 years and uh, again, did the Rose Bowl parade and this parade. So. so since I said it, did did you did you practice getting in shape again on the treadmill with your tube on? <laughs> I didn't do much on the treadmill because it was a little warmer outside. So I spent most of my time outside marching around the track here at South Point. Love it. That is so cool. And gosh, James, I mean, I remember when South Point was built and you ended up there. That cannot believe it's been that long. Wow. That's incredible. Okay, Jake Walker's with us. Jake, I know you play the trumpet because you sent me a very cool picture of yourself. Uh, Tell us about yourself. Yeah, so I'm from Belvedere, Illinois, but I actually currently live in Madison, Wisconsin. I am working towards my master's degree in wind band conducting, and that is at UW-Madison. And this is my second year, and I guess technically this is my fifth year of teaching. I taught for three years in the Chicago suburbs prior to coming to graduate school. And uh, so that's kind of where I'm at now. But um, I did also march in the Rose Parade. And then, of course, I was in the Macy's Parade with the band directors marching band, which were two excellent experiences that I'm looking forward to talking more about. Yeah, I can't wait to hear all your stories from being in New York and everything that went with that. LaVon Riggins is here. LaVon, you said you're you're playing piccolo in the band in Macy's, but you also were a color guard person, right? 
Yes. So this parade was special to me because it was the first time I've ever had to march my instrument. Ever since there was marching band, I've always done color guard. Wow. So it was fun. That's very <laughs> cool. So tell us a little bit about who you are. All right. So I am LaVon. Um, I'm a master's student at the University of Central Arkansas, UCA. I'll call it the purple school because our football field is purple and gray. Um, let's see. I'm in my first semester. I'll, I am getting a master's towards instrumental conducting. I taught for three years. Um, my first year was fall of 2020. So how fun was that? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this year I ended up and back in grad school. So, yeah. So when you're saying the football, you mean like the actual turf is yeah. purple? Is it like alternating stripes? Yeah, purple and gray. Uh-huh. Is that like it, really, is that blow your mind when you're trying to march or do you get used to it? I'm so used to it that actually green fields are weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. All right. I'm, everybody's like right now Googling the, uh, <laughs> what was Central Arkansas, right? University of Central Universal Arkansas. Universal Central. Everybody Google University of Central Arkansas football field, and we're all going to be looking at it. That's very, very cool. All right. I, that that would really blow my mind, but I can see how you could get used to anything like that. Like that. So, all right. So, we're here to talk about experiences in New York. Ron, you put this group together, so I'll ask you, like, just tell me sort of um, what was it like? Uh, what, what, was your, what was your main memory that you came in with tonight? Mm. Yeah, boy, so much to cover. The, the, the surprises, you know, having done this the second time, um, you know, really debated, should I do it? And a good friend of mine, Murray, said, well, how are you going to feel that day of Thanksgiving when, you know what, I'll regret it. And so we made it happen uh, and, and don't regret it at all. It, you know, you think about a parade and gosh, how many band directors, how many parades have we done? And... You know, there there's some some directors who feel like it's a chore, and some directors that's their thing. But seriously, the Macy's Parade blew me away. I was blown away by the people of New York, the crowd, the size of the crowd. I was playing. Okay, I'm going to take a chill. There's 400 of us. I'm not going to play. You know, as much save the chops for the the Herald Square. As you know, we you march two and a half miles, and then you do the TV thing. Okay, I'm going to save it. No, I didn't save my chops at all. The crowd was so <laughs> imbibing that I just went for it and had a great time. Those two and a half miles from me went like nothing. Any other parade I've had and God, how many I came and count over 30 some years parades I did. So that was on the top of the list of surprises, how much I enjoyed performing for the crowd and how inviting they were. And it was a celebration. Um, yeah, it's very so cool. It was, yeah. yeah, it's it's amazing because people don't realize that the the, the two parades are sort of opposite. Because the Macy's parade, you march this whole long thing, and then you're on TV right at the very end, right? Whereas exactly. on the Rose Bowl parade, if I understand it right, it's the very you're on TV right away, and then you march the rest yep. of the way. So it's really interesting, James. What was that like? The 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 switch of that? As it's cool. Um, the fact that you're building up the whole time and like Ron said that the crowd was just amazing so you get you get the excitement of the crowd to build you up all the way to Herald Square and then once you make that corner to Herald Square and line it up and it's just it's it's a rush that uh was really exciting uh to know that you're about to perform in front of millions of people on TV as well so um but it's definitely different uh because 
uh, with the Rose Bowl, you were you were there at the very beginning, and it was done. <laughs> Yeah, and, and then you'd march the rest of the parade. Five miles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but their anticipation is over. Yeah, it's, it's like a, it's such a contrary experience. So, so James, did you have like a, a main moment or memory that you came in with tonight? Um, I, I think the biggest memory that will always be there for me is the time that we played at 9-11 Memorial. Um, and that was, it was just awestrucking uh, to get to play for that and, uh, to remember what did happen on 9-11 um, and be able to do that. That was just something else to play. The, the Amazing Grace and the Taps and the National Anthem there was something special. So that was one of the events for the band over the the week, yeah. Yes. Amazing. How about you, Levon? Did you come in with a special memory? Oh. So many, but one, someone hasn't said yet. I would say is it was either Monday or Tuesday rehearsal. It was Tuesday. We were rehearsing at Weehawken, New Jersey, and it was freezing cold. We were right beside the Hudson River. It was windy. Me being from Arkansas and hating the cold, I was miserable. I was like, why am I here? (laughs) Just so cold. And the people around me, a lot of them were from Georgia and Florida, so... (laughs) We all shared the same pains, but I feel like we worked the hardest that day because we were trying to stay warm and we are trying to cheer each other up and make sure we kept going because some those rehearsals were kind of long, at least, you know, just teaching period by period, you know. Um, but we helped each other, like, get along, and it was great. Yeah, so sort of that sense of camaraderie and everybody sort of in that painful rehearsal together. I mean, we've all been in those painful rehearsals together, right? But that can build a lot of, um, you know, friendships and bonds when when your fellow marchers are struggling with you, right? Yeah, very cool. How about you, James? Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Jake. How about you, Jake? Anything you came in with a certain a certain memory today? Yeah, I think one of the biggest takeaways for me is that this was my first time in New York City. And so I kind of had that excitement, too, of not only doing this parade and knowing what a great group it would be from doing it out in California, but getting to New York City. It was like a kid in a candy shop, honestly. Like there were so many events that they had planned for us to do, whether it was actually us playing or us going to see Radio City Rockettes or going to a show on Broadway. Um, There were so many great experiences. And like LaVon was just talking about, that camaraderie was a huge factor, I think, with the group. When we first got there on Sunday night, I I just remember looking around and meeting a bunch of people. But you felt a nervousness in the air. There was a lot of people nervous. They didn't know how to interact with each other. And I know that's hard for a lot of our students to believe that us as band directors would feel that way. But there was nervousness in, in terms of playing our parts and doing a good job and marching and executing and doing everything at a really high level. And I just thought that as the week went on, the bond of all the band directors continued to grow and get stronger and people were more comfortable. And so I think that just goes to show it doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter your position or your title and what you do. It's we as humans, you you know, we rely on each other to continue to grow and, and just support each other. So that was a very special moment was seeing that and knowing that, you know, whether you felt like, man, my, you know, I might miss a couple notes here. This music's memorized or, you know, I, I got to make sure that I stay in time with my marching. All of these things were real concerns. But at the end of the day, it was truly about the experience that we got to make together. And so that was just special and 
of course, marching down the street and seeing the thousands of people lined up. And once you hear the cheering, like it just takes you to a different level because you see and, and recognize the appreciation that people have for you and what you do. And, and, you know, not everybody unfortunately is, you know, super well supported in where they're from, but that was a true moment that just kind of showcased it on a huge platform. And so that, that alone was just a remarkable experience. Yeah, you know, I think that's a really interesting dynamic that only this band has. We talked about it a little bit before, but but Ron, like everybody's a band director. So like everybody, like was there some edginess to like, you know, we all know how we think this should be this should be good. And then to think that like you are sort of on the hot seat because the guy next to you is a band director and they know if you sound good. Like, was there any part of that, Ron, in this, in this instance in New York? Oh, I, I agree with Jake that we were all nervous. You know, we're representing the profession. We kind of cut our teeth on that in the Rose Parade experience. You know, so there was um, a, a good bunch of veterans coming back. And I love the way... Iman talked about the, that bonding during that rehearsal. Um, and the approach, again, by the staff was really good on keeping us moving ahead in a positive way, always positive. There was never any down talking, any of that. Everybody was positive from the staff throughout our rehearsals to keep it up. It was a celebration rather than worrying about. Uh, it being a perfect performance, we were there to celebrate, and it truly felt that way. And I love how Jake said that that just kind of evolved and just warmed up. And uh, it, it was hard leaving that group because of how we bonded through all the experiences, some great rehearsals, some cold rehearsals, and uh, a positive experience. So, Levon, when he said didn't want to leave, you shook your head. Tell me about that. Oh, uh, Friday was so much fun. First off, it was a very long day. I'm not sure how many people know, but we got up about 1 a.m. Thursday. <laughs> we had to be on the bus at 2. We had breakfast around 4.30 or 5. So by 1 p.m., you know, you've marched the parade. You've kind of done it twice a little bit. You've been around everyone all day. You're just so tired. But it was so sad to see everyone leave and just go back to, like, their normal lives. Because that week just felt, I don't know, it just felt like a vacation. Even though we were still working, we're still in rehearsals. It just felt so fun. And you met new, like, families. Like, oh, now they're leaving. Now we're headed back to reality. So, Have you kept up with any of the people you met? Um, Yes. Um, actually, fun fact, I promise every day I open Facebook, there's a new friend request. <laughs> And we're all, like, posting pictures still. So, yes, I keep up with some people through Facebook. And my roommate, Amy, I keep up with her. Oh, nice. Very good. So, James, how long? what was the schedule? Like, the, the parade was on what day of the week? And what day did you guys show up? Uh, we got there on Sunday. Oh, wait, Sunday. I, know, I know the parade was on Thursday. <laughs> Let me wake up. <laughs> of course, the parade's on Thursday because that's Thanksgiving Day. Okay. Now, we all figured that part out. What day did you guys arrive, James? <laughs> uh, we got there on Sunday for our first rehearsal that evening. Um, then we rehearsed Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday mornings. Um, and then uh, 
We had the 9-11 Memorial uh, performance as well. Um, I believe that was on Monday as well. Um, and then uh, uh, throughout the other time, we had a banquet involved in that. Um, and then uh, there was some free time that we had. Um, and But there was just the three rehearsal or four rehearsals to get ready for the parade on Thursday. So, yeah. And speaking of that, I thought the arrangement was so smartly written, you know, just like it did before. But like it seemed like it was such a great choice. Um, Ron, you're nodding. But, you know, oh. I just thought I thought I'm so oh. glad they're playing this music. Oh, I, I, thanks for bringing that up, Tim. When we heard the music was in April of last. We had a Zoom meeting and they played the music. I had goosebumps. And, you know, when you've been teaching for 35 years, you don't get them too <laughs> And so to hear, uh, it was tasteful. It was appropriate. It just, I'm getting goosebumps again thinking about hearing that for the first time. And, and we turned yeah. to the TVs and the simple gifts. Uh, it was just so appropriate, tasteful, great arrangements, fun to play. Um, yeah, just enough challenging but enough to, you know, we could last through the performance and we could rely on everybody around us, some great musicians. Man, I heard some great playing throughout the whole week. Yeah, I thought it was just very recognizable for anybody that was watching and very tastefully done. Um, James, you want to, you're nodding your head. You want to say anything about that? Yeah, uh, that was a big thing, a big moment for me um, because through Facebook, uh, everybody that I went to high or college with, we played what we call Appalachian Spring. Um, uh, being from Appalachian, we played that uh, every single football game. And so that was a big deal. And everybody commented about that. And also the Amazing Grace, because we always played Amazing Grace uh, at Appalachian as well. So that brought back a lot of memories for uh, a lot of people from our college days. Yeah, James, that, that how special did Amazing Grace become? Like Jake and Yvonne were talking about how our group just melded. I think that's capitalized in what Amazing Grace became to this group. I'm sure everybody can agree that, you know, it was a piece. We Okay, it's a, a nice arrangement of it. And, you know, we played it first time. And every performance, it became more and more of a Bonnie experience. Uh, that was one surprise of what that that piece means now in reflection uh, through this group. Uh, you can't get <laughs> there's some great videos of, of us playing, but boy, to be in that ensemble and and play that piece, that that was another unique part of our special group. Absolutely, Jake. Other memories that you wanted to share? Yeah, I think definitely one of the most touching moments was when we were doing the 9-11 performance and uh, just simply walking up and, and being on the grounds of that is very solemn, of course. And and you kind of just get take a second to look around and see the groups of people that are gathered there. And one of the things that um, I think this was mentioned to us by one of our staff members was you never really know who's there watching this performance. And I think that that is something that is you know, we can think about that all the time at our performances. We never know how our performance is going to touch somebody else's life, whether, you know, they're going through a personal struggle or there's just some greater meaning that they take away. And again, even if that's one single individual, I feel like we've done our job 
at you know achieving our goal as being musicians and performers, but being on the grounds and and seeing just how we all came together and supported this great cause to recognize something that is so important um, to this country. And like I said, the the people that it impacted was a truly um, heart wrench moment. And I think I'll always remember that. And we were um, apparently one of the only groups to ever get a chance to perform on the grounds as a group, as a band. And so that's also a huge honor knowing that, um, because not many people can say that other than us at the moment. And I hope that at the very least we did, um, we did our best possible job to recognize those individuals and, and everything that they did during that horrible time. You know, what's interesting to me is like, it's like you're, these are things that we say to our students all the time, you know, like you never know who's going to see you and, you know, and, and like this could really impact, but it's so interesting. Like you had that reminder in such a personal way because you are now a performer with band directors. I don't know. I think that's really interesting that, that you were all reminded of sort of the importance of what we all do. Isn't that great that we had this experience to put ourselves back into the shoes of our students. Yes. Any teacher needs to continue to do that. I love doing that through a community band experience, getting on the other side of the podium. And, and this experience being, oh, yes, so many reminders of what it's like to be on the student side. And, and we become better, become stronger um, teachers, educators. Yeah, that's one of the, the great benefits of being a, as a part of a band of band directors. Levon, what was it like to go back and try to describe to everybody else at school what you had just experienced? <laughs> it was hard because I feel like a lot of people expect one word and it's just so many words. Like I still haven't been able to fully express how much the parade meant because I watched this parade every single year growing up. So being there in person was just so cool especially seeing the balloons, like they really are ginormous. <laughs> so it was really awesome to be there. So just summarizing the experience has just been so hard because I'm still kind of, I still kind of feel it. It's just such a great experience. And I hope that we get to do this group once again somewhere. Uh, I would also say it's humbling because I had no idea how many people actually were wa watching out for me in the parade. So that was also cool. Oh, so many people were, were cheering you on from home and looking yeah. for you and stuff. That is cool. Did you did you have like a favorite balloon that you saw? Like were you there was there one that you were especially excited to see? Snoopy, always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me, me too. That's awesome. How about the other guys? Any of you other guys see a float or a, a balloon that you were like, oh yeah, man, I love that one. I was surprised by um the Jolly Green Giant, anybody from the Midwest uh, growing up here in the, the valley of the, the <laughs> Blue Earth, Minnesota, you've always heard about the, the, you know, the Jolly Green Giant. And here, here it was right in front of us. Uh, that's what led us. And, of course, Snoopy, see the balloons in, in real life rather than on TV. There's nothing like it. Of course, all the other bands that we were we got to interact sure. as we're passing, and that was really cool. Yeah, Jake, you actually sent me a picture of you standing in front of the Jolly Green Giant. That's a really great photo. 
yes, that, it was a very great photo too. I thought it turned out nice. Um, but yeah, so that's a cool float, the green giant one. Um, the other one that was really cool was the Lego one. I think it was kind of like a dragon of some sort. But if you're a huge fan of playing with Legos and you do all that stuff, it was just very cool to see that all constructed. And I think the vibrancy, this reminded me of the Rose Parade when we were there and we got up close to all the floats and saw how bright and vibrant, you know, all the flowers are and the roses. Um, That just kind of reminded me of that because these floats were also designed in a similar way, obviously not with flowers as much, but um, just the design was very bright and bold and um, they were all very nicely done, and it's just cool to see it in person. How about you, James? Did you have a favorite? Well, being a Mandalorian fan, I love Grogu. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was pretty awesome. But just the size of those balloons, are it's just amazing um, how big they are. And just watching Snoopy float in and out as we were uh, lined up and waiting to go, uh, that was pretty cool. That sounds really fun. James, did you have any other memories you wanted to share? Well, just like everybody else, the camaraderie that we have, especially the sousaphone section, uh, we were kind of a loud bunch of the group um, and um, kind of brought attention to ourselves sometimes. But um, I'm I'm not one of those, but um, it's, it's fun being a part of those people. Uh, and we do keep up with each other. Uh, we've got our own little Facebook page and um, and just the camaraderie that we have, um, that we do. And like, uh, Levon said, I do hope we do this again, just to get to meet up with each other again. And, uh, that was kind of the cool thing. Uh, those of us that were at the Rose Bowl parade, uh, getting to see each other again. Um, and that was fun. So I, I, I shouldn't ask this, but like Jake, your trumpet player, like what was, was there a lot? What was that like? That whole group of trumpet players was like, like everybody taking it up two octaves. And I know that wasn't happening because this was a bunch of band directors. So like, tell me about that. <laughs> yeah. So as you can expect, um, you know, our students, they will break out into little jam sessions that definitely happened in our rehearsals. Somebody starts playing, you know, careless whisper or someone's playing chameleon and then everybody jumps in <laughs> and starts playing a tune. And so that just, it just brings pure joy to everybody because we all relate to those experiences. We we know exactly what our students do. And in a sense, you know, it's just making a little bit of fun of, of those moments. But, um, you know, we're it was just like we were all back, um, you know, as kids in high school or um, just having a good time. And so that being in a trumpet section like that, you know, all of those things, taking it up and active. You heard that a lot. People <laughs> trying some crazy things and, you know, some successful, some not and us, you know, laughing about that or, you know, we're all, we're all teachers. And so, you know, you might try to tell someone, Hey, you know, you're a step off here. Like it's, you know, I'm right. You're not right. And so we just laugh about those moments because they're just, it's funny seeing it as band directors to another band director but, yep, as you could expect, all of those little shenanigans were definitely in play. So having that experience of sort of being in the student's role as a director, we were discussing that. I think that's one of the most unique things about this experience. Did you, What did you take back about that? Did that change your perspective on anything, Jake? 
Yeah, the, the overall message that I continue to take away is you are always learning. And there are things as teachers that we can mentor our students about, and, and we know better from experience and our own, um, you know, our own experiences through the activity. But there's a lot of things that we don't know, and we can rely on other people. And in this situation, we can rely on our students, too. We can ask them for their input. We can ask them um, you know, for their ideas and helping us create a goal. Because as a group, that was our goal, was to try to be successful together. And the only way to do that is if everybody buys in is and is on board. And so we need to have that same mentality with the students because students need to understand that this is not a single effort. This is everybody's effort. And it doesn't matter whether it's high school or collegiate or in a band director marching band. We're all trying to improve. And so you have to be very humbled when you are working with anybody. I think that's important. You have to be able to listen more than speaking. Like that's a very cliche thing to say, but it it is meaningful. You need to be a listener. And even if you disagree with people or your own students, like take their experiences and their ideas in and at least consider them. Be willing to listen because there are things that um, people do based on their own marching styles, their own musical experiences. And it just continues to allow us to grow. So that's the biggest thing. That's quite a takeaway. How about you, LaVon? Did you have a, a similar takeaway that you took back with you after this experience? <laughs> Patient. <laughs> um, so New York is huge. Um, traffic is awful. Getting places took what well, felt like forever for me because my town is about 60K. So I can get to the other side of town 10 or 15 minutes in New York, it takes 10 or 15 minutes to get to another block. So getting back home, I've had a lot more patience. Um, yeah, I'll see. How about you, James? <laughs> Anything you came away from being in New York and brought home with you? Um, like Jake said, you, you, really dis, you really learn what your students are going through um, while you're yeah. being a part of that um and like i've got the utmost respect about memorizing music uh especially as a 50 year old now <laughs> it it goes in one ear out the other a lot faster at 50 years old i mean I, I just think this is such a viable thing you guys are discussing is like putting yourself in the position of your students again and like remembering like oh yeah that's what it's like you know having to get along with all these people and what do you say to the guy like you said what do you say to the guy next to you when he's out of step and you know that's that's very very interesting stuff ron i mean you you've been teaching a long time but i know there were takeaways right oh yeah I, you know i have to say uh just loving this conversation it's bringing back a lot of great memories and then hearing these two young educators and how intelligent and and uh, Levon, Jake, it just gives me great hope that I was surrounded by a lot of very vibrant young people and you, you, you've got to talk to them and hear their hopes and dreams. It, it just, uh, it, it makes that experience. So this conversation is, has been everything I hoped it had been and hearing from these guys again. You know, we're still getting a lot of Facebook feed and yeah. from the trip and a lot of great new friends. Uh, this is a great way to, to capitalize it. 
Yeah, well, you're being reminded of that part too. You know, band is that's where you find your lifelong friends. You know, and like we have these experiences, and here you are experiencing well, it again in a whole different yeah. venue. I think all of that's interesting. Yeah. Like the juxtaposition, I think is really really interesting. Jake, and the, to to have the the kid uh, the the connection with the Rose Bowl right. Um, right. veterans, the, I didn't realize how excited I would be to see them again, and it just got more giddier and giddier. Uh, and that was a great reunion connecting with those people. It was it's great. It, it's like, I, you know, friends from 40 years ago in drum corps. It's just, it was a fraternity that will stay with me for the rest of my life. And then of course, a lot of new friends, even better. Absolutely. So Jake, you said something about you, you, you went to the Rockettes. Did you guys all go to the Rockettes? So did you all go to the same Broadway show or did everybody go to different shows? Different shows. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we were able to, um, if we wanted to, we could pre-select shows and add them on to our package so that we um, we had um, a chance. I think it was on Wednesday. We had a lot more free time, and so I think a lot of people were selecting some shows. And, you know, some people went to several shows and, and squeezed it all in during that time, which is cool. But, yeah, we were at different shows. So what you see, Jake? I saw the musical Six, which was awesome. Very, very cool. Um, yeah. And... Yeah, again, like I said, being in New York for the first time and going to a Broadway show, it was just very special. I'm so, 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 so glad you did because there's nothing like seeing a Broadway show in New York, in a New York theater. It's so special. Levon, did you get to see anything? Yes. So I stayed until Saturday. So on Friday, I went to go see Hamilton. It was amazing. Wow. (laughs) In New York. No kidding. Wow. How special. Anybody, the other guys, did you guys get to see anything? Yeah, I got to see. Oh, yeah, I know James got to see had a bunch of shows. I did see a show, but I have to tell you, the Rockettes, another huge surprise. I I did not count on the fabulous production, top to yeah. bottom, from the opening prelude. I that's the one show I would go back to again. Wow! Uh, yeah, it's, it's great. Now, yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. The Rockettes were mm, all right, and those kicks are surprise. always on point. That's very cool. James, you want to share some of the shows you saw or whatever you saw? Yeah, I I got to see Lion King, Hamilton, Wicked, and Sweeney Todd. And like Ron said, the one I would go back and see again and again is the Rockettes. Oh, really? It was just so well put together. Wow, how exciting. I love that you guys got to see some theater while you were up there and, and the Rockettes and the whole thing. Very cool. So did anybody come in with a story or a memory they wanted to share that that we haven't gotten to? I mentioned the the amazing grace, uh, how that became something special. But, you know, I'm kind of slow a little bit. It takes me a while to figure things out. And I was kind of psyched about, you know, coming back to this because the mentor uh, component to the Rose Parade was so meaningful to me that we got to, in allegory, carry our mentors. And that was a big part of the Rose Parade was recognizing our mentors and our first teachers and um but this shifted this shifted the focus was on honoring the first responders and i think uh the the meaning and the depth of that 9-11 experience being one of very few groups that gets to do something like that like jake was saying earlier uh that's going to continue to unfold the memories of that and and the meaning of it 
but you know, to, okay, I finally realized, oh, the focus is on the first responders and we're honoring them. Um, uh, you know, I still held in my heart my mentors and a great career that band teaching is, and and we are promoting our profession as the band band directors. But as it took it to another level, and you know that the smart John Cizzetti and the crew had the smart. No, let's not repeat the. You know, we already did the mentor thing. Let's take this service through music idea to another level. And uh, what that meant to do that 9-11, you know, we're really, we're doing what we ask our students. And the, the motto that whenever, when I heard about this organization back in 2019, we teach music, we teach life, that came, that came to bear again on this trip. Nice. In a different way. Does anybody else have anything else they wanted to share? I have a quick little story, if you don't mind me sharing. Of course. This is this is probably one of my favorite moments of this experience is that back during the pandemic, that was also um, my first year of teaching. And so I got through most of the year pandemic hits and going into uh, that whole experience, I put out a call across the country to find another music teacher to do a band director like pan pal, a pen pal project with our fifth grade band students since we were remote and not doing anything. And um, through that experience, I ended up meeting a band director named Jen Fletcher, and she's over in Maine. And she reached out to me and said, hey, I'd be interested in taking on this project with you and our students collaborating. And so we kind of created this project together when we were both, uh, you know, teaching at the fifth graders. And um, along the way, we happened to say to each other, you know, hey, I'm marching in the Rose Parade with this band director marching band. And she's like, no way, I am too. And so we actually got to meet in person in California from um, doing that experience. And then, of course, she did the Macy's Parade as well. And so just getting to like the check in line in, in New York and seeing her and and being able to reconnect like we have a great friendship now because of some little project that we started a couple years ago. And, um, you know, it just blossomed into something great for our students and. And, you know, to be able to connect in that way and, and have a, a deeper friendship through this experience, too, has been amazing. And so that's just something that I always think about when um, when we do this, because I know she's going to be there because she's just as excited as I am to march in the group. And and I'm sure many of you here also have friendships now and have met some really cool people. And, you know, you probably know people from almost every state now since we had so much representation, which is just awesome. Fifth grade band pen pals like that is a great idea. <laughs> Everybody take that in. That's really, really good. Jake, that's so creative. I'm super impressed. All right. Well, I, so I'm going to go around and let everybody say one final thought, whatever it is, just like if you want to reiterate something you said or, or one final thought about your experience. Cause I think it's so great. Thank I want to say to all of you, thank you for representing band directors in such a great way. I mean, I just thought um, the, the parade was wonderful. I loved the, everything about the performance that the band made. I love that you didn't come running in like the other bands did to do. No offense to anybody, but I love that you guys sort of marched in stoically and did your thing. I, I just thought everything about the way it was designed was great. So we'll just go around, Ron. I'll start with you just because I've been starting with you all night. Um, do, what would you like to say sort of reiterate or in closing thoughts? 
Yeah, to try to put, you know, our society, we try to put things into sound bites and one words and you can't. You know, a lot of people, uh, like Levon said, uh, humbled by the amount of people that's were, you know, wanted to see you and reached out, some great support at home and reconnecting that way and then reconnecting with the uh, Rose Bowl pe- people, you know, it, it was, you know, the, are you have a fun? No, it's such a full experience. It's a combination of a career. You know, who else would go on a vacation and go march and perform? But uh, us people who love music, love teaching uh, through music and connecting with people. Um, yeah, the connections and all of it combining you know, just a great experience. So, so appreciative. You know, when I first heard of it, what a great idea, a band of band directors. Brilliant. Yeah, it was a, it was a great idea. And I'm so excited that it's happened two different times now and you guys have represented us so well, James Turner. It's so wonderful to see you again tonight. What would you like to say in closing? I just want to thank the Sewell foundation for thinking about this and, uh, redoing it and, uh, bringing the attention to the band directors and what we do uh, from a day-to-day basis and putting the emphasis on music education um, and seeing how that's impacted everybody's lives um, and all across the country um, and just marching down that street and knowing that you're being cheered on for what you do from a, for every day that you go to work um, is something special. Um, so just thanks to the soul foundation for that. I love that. Yeah. It was very cool to remind everybody of this great, great work and important work that we all do as music educators. LaVon, any final thoughts from you? Yes. I didn't realize how much I missed playing in an ensemble until I left New York because especially the last few months, I'll say September, up until the night before I left for New York, so many hours of practicing. I remember recording for Amazing Grace because we did, well, a few of us did um, a video of us playing, not, uh, sorry, playing Amazing Grace for 9-11. So I remember when I recorded that day, I was like, all right, one take, and it's going to be great. Two hours later, like, all right, <laughs> last take, it's going to be great. <laughs> So I just really miss that aspect of really working really hard towards performance because I'm a conducting major, so I don't get to play as often, but I am going to make time to play next semester. So yay. That's awesome. But that's to a, me, definitely one of my favorite parts. That's a great takeaway from this. I love that. And again, again we're again, as, as educators, being reminded of these different things that are important. I think that's that's a great takeaway. Well, Jake, somehow you're going to get the final word. What would you like to say? Yeah, I think it was, overall it was just a huge day. It's a very important day for music education. I think that um, having so many people around the country supporting the cause and, um, you know, you could feel the excitement from students and family members and friends looking forward to that day watching for you on TV. And I don't know how many people here can say that they watch the Macy's Parade and actually know people in the parade, um, but for me, like that doesn't happen every year. So when you can actually see someone you know and say, wow, that is, you know, that's my band teacher or that's my neighbor or that's my friend. 
and watching them march and and being able to do it in the honor um, of everybody, you know, your students and those band directors. And that was something that was really important to us when we first formed the group was to um, to recognize music educators, our band teachers, those who taught us in marching in their honor. And so um, that continued to carry through this parade and just super impactful all around and, um, you know, memorable experience for not only us marching, but for everybody watching. Yeah. And whether you were there in person on the streets or at home at your TV and seeing the text messages coming in as soon as you finish the parade and, and saying, wow, we saw your group or we saw you in the parade. Um, it just means a lot. And, you know, it's again, it's one of those things that's for the greater cause. And we're all just so fortunate that Karen and John led this whole entire thing and the entire staff because they put in so much work and and you know they didn't have to but they did it because they knew that this would be something very important for music education and for all of us being as rejuvenating as it is so can only say at the end of the day just super grateful and 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 very proud of everyone yes and absolutely thankful to all of those that worked so hard to make this happen because that was a monumental feat unto itself for sure and 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 as a music educator um i i did exactly what you said jake was i felt super cool because i was standing around on thanksgiving day going oh i have to watch i have friends in the parade and i was like okay that's very cool you know like i so i lived vicariously through you guys i was super impressed with how great your performance was and the thought you represented music education so highly so thanks for all of that. Thanks for your hard work and your practicing and your going to New York and making it happen and getting up in the middle of the night, which people don't know you have to do when you're in the in that show. So um, thanks for doing that. So Ron and Jake and James and Levine, it was wonderful talking to you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. Don't forget, you can find two podcasts about the band of band directors and the Tournament of Roses Parade at our website at marchingroundtable.com. Those are Podcast 1059 and 1066. Thanks again to the sponsor of this podcast, EMF Drill, found at emfdrill.com. This is your host, Tim Hinton, the Beast of the Marching Arts. Find out more about me and the services I offer at beastofthemarchingarts.com. And don't forget to check out our new paranormally-themed bed and breakfast, the Phantom History House, here in Tampa, Florida. See pictures and videos and book your stay at phantomhistoryhouse.com. If you're a business that works with band directors, marching bands, color guards, or drum lines, you should sponsor podcasts at the Marching Roundtable. Our listeners are the exact audience you're trying to reach. And with thousands of podcast downloads each month, it's a great way to directly reach your target audience. For more information, click on the Sponsorship Opportunities link at marchingroundtable.com or email Tim at tim at marchingroundtable.com. You can grow your business and help support what we're doing here on the podcast.